T-Mobile has invested billions to light up America's largest 5G network from big cities to small towns, including right here in yours. And great coverage is just the beginning. Right now, families and small businesses can save up to 20% versus AT&T and Verizon when they switch. Visit your local T-Mobile store today. Plan savings with three lines of T-Mobile essentials versus comparable available plans. Plan features and taxes and fees may vary. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. I think the worst feeling of a fan base and I know every fan base feels like they've got it the worst, and I'm one of those, as I, I say this all the time. But I think the worst feeling, without a doubt, throughout the postseason so far has to be the Bills fan base. And, you know, what they expected from this team, being the Super Bowl favorites for most of the year, feeling like they had everybody behind them, the new America's team because of the DeMar Hamlin story and Josh Allen, everybody, his his fame grew throughout this whole thing. And then to just get absolutely steamrolled by Cincinnati in their building yesterday in the snow. I mean, it just, it's it's got to be like your, your heart is ripped out again. And really, you know, where do you go from here? Like, what are the, how do you get this team past the Cincinnati Bengals, past the Kansas City Chiefs? It's going to be very difficult. So I was thinking about that fan base yesterday and, we have a guy who calls here a lot, and he's a very intelligent and thoughtful caller who was a Bills fan, and I was thinking about him yesterday and the disappointment uh, that he must had, must have had, and he's with us now. It's Mike in Manhattan. Good morning, Mike. I'm sorry that it worked out that way for you. No, thanks, Joe. I'm just, I'm just sitting on hold crying in my coffee. No big deal. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> um, I'll start. Take the interesting in the call. I'll start with the two components of this call. I'll, I'll start with the human element. And then the fan element. So on the on the human element, if you look at the last, I'll, I'll say this: I'm actually pretty proud of this team. Um, in that, if you look over the last six eight months, what that city and what that team has gone through, like the the amount of adversity, I think has been it's like nothing I've ever seen as a fan of the Bills. So um, I think they looked flat yesterday. I think they looked out of gas, and I was worried that the tolls of these last several months eventually we're going to catch up to them, and they clearly did, and the Bengals just steamrolled them yesterday. And, like, just kind of going through that on and off the field real quickly, and not to be morbid, but right before camp, there's a mass shooting in the city of Buffalo. Focusing on off-field, they had that terrible storm where they got, um, they had to go, they had to kill the home game, go to Detroit, come home, go back to Detroit. Players have to deal with all that. Then they had the worst snowstorm in Buffalo history, like two weeks later. I mean, think about that, like what kind of storm that is that left, Dozens and dozens of people dead in the city of Buffalo. On the field, lost Michael Hyde, all pro, like week two, I think it was. Lose the guy that you brought in to get you over the hump in that pass rush that Von Miller was bringing to the table. Like, injuries weren't great to this Bills team. And I think in the end, like, it, it just really felt like yesterday, too much had happened. Oh, sorry, geez, the DeMar Hamlin, uh, obviously that story, she talked about over, overlooked that. But, like, they just looked out of gas. And, you know, I, I think I, Cincinnati was a better team. So it's like, 
it's tough to swallow, but like they got beat by a better club yesterday, and and you know with that, like I, I empathize a bit with, with the players on that team and everything they had to go through. Now, fan perspective, I don't know that I can do this anymore. <laughs> yes, you can. You got a great quarterback. He's going to be right back in the mix next year. I'm 41 years old. Yeah. All right. You know, going back. One. I mean, my my father was in Buffalo. I grew up, I was in Saratoga County. My dad used to drive us five hours to and from Bill's games to go in the early 90s during those hey, get hated. Yeah, those rides home from Ralph Wilson were always great. We know they were winning then, but two weeks later, we know what happened. No title. Fast forward to where I am today, all the promise of this team. We, I mean, look how good our quarterback is. I'm sitting on the couch yesterday, my seven-month-old son staring at me like I got two heads. What kind of example am I set for that kid when <laughs> losing it uh, on the couch? And what is he, how is he staring at me? He's got one of those helmets on because his, his head, like, you know, they got the rounded out. So he's got to wear it a little bit. He's only yeah. seven months old. Yep. And uh, I didn't really want that helmet. Like, I told my wife, I don't know if this is necessary. She got it. What does she do? She put the Bill sticker on it. Oh, boy. Staring at me <laughs> like I'm losing my mind with a Bill's helmet on, right? Okay, game ends. What do I do? I got to go upstairs and change his diaper in the bedroom that I got a right there, front and center, frame Josh Allen jersey made out to my son. Also, the helmet that's signed there. There's all these reminders all over this house. Mm. I, I don't, should I be doing this to my kids? Should I be bringing them <laughs> into this? Like, what? what is the, like, when does it end? Yeah, I you know, mean, I, but Mike, listen, listen, let me just tell you, you want your kid to grow up to be like Josh Allen. You want him to idolize him and to look up to him and, and to become the best person that he possibly can be because that's who Josh Allen is. I do. I do agree with that. And it's like that's the thing that I think somewhat like let's talk about stuff from a fan again. Of course, I'm going to be back next year, you know, uh, but uh, in all seriousness, it's like got this quarterback. I mean, look how good this guy is. We still can't get over the hump. So I, I don't think to be, listen, this is my mood today. I'm a bit more of it, but Jets fans that are listening, uh, listen, you guys want to go out and, and get competitive again and watch with your son and give him a little tussle of his hair when they, when they start to get a little better and sniff the playoffs, maybe get in the playoffs. But if you have hope, just lose it. Like, you're so <laughs> far away from, you're so far away from Winning, it's not even funny. Like, by the time you get a quarterback, Look all these guys are gone. He's lashing out you the Jets. Out, Come on, you can't do that, Mike. Have a good I had, day. I had some sympathy <laughs> for him until he started right. lashing out at the Jets. Uh, come on. You know, what is that seven stages of grief? Like, we heard every bit of that in Mike's phone call. You have one of the top three or four quarterbacks in the league. Yeah. You're going to be in the mix every year. And the year that you finally get there, whatever that year may be, do you know how powerful that will be that you yeah. finally have overcome everything? And I will say this. I do have a little bit of a lot of sympathy for that city and that team and everything that they've dealt with over the last six months. It, like he laid it out. Yeah. And uh, to see DeMar Hamlin at the game yesterday, if you could see him through all the snow and all that. That had to be pretty uh, incredible yesterday. Yeah, there's some conspiracy theorists out there that say that that was not him because they never showed him really, and he had like the hood up, and he had you know something covering his face. Well, and he had a mask; he had to stay warm. Yeah, and then he had that's the him. snow was there. I mean, that's I, that's I mean, I I know it was him, but there's a lot of people that say it was not. And he got on the elevator; he was completely covered up and didn't want to see anybody. I mean, I, I just thought that he didn't want to make it about him. Uh, that's that's what I thought yesterday, and that's why he sort of stayed out of it a little bit, and they put him on the board to sort of fire up the team. And I guess he did go down and talk to the team. 
at halftime. But, but yeah, I mean, I think we all picked the Bengals on Friday uh, to at least cover. I couldn't believe that they were five and a half point underdogs. Well, yeah. I'm like, what? I know, that, that didn't make any sense to me. And I think that's why, and I believe I picked them to win even on Friday. But I just, we should have seen this coming with the Bills. You know, and that, that was my point. And I said I was totally unimpressed with them against the Miami Dolphins. And I just... The, things were just spiraling in the wrong direction. And quite frankly, I mean, Josh Allen has played well, but he's not played Joe Burrow, Patrick no, Mahomes well. Too many turnovers. Exactly. And, and the one thing I will say, he had one yesterday that was towards the end of the game trying to force the issue. But, you know, for me, watching the Bengals and watching that Monday night game in Week 17, that's exactly how that game started, was how this game started yesterday. And they just smashed, I mean, just ran it right down the throats of the Bills and, you know, give credit to Joe Mixon because he really, he hasn't, you know, he's been a big part of the offense, but it's been diminished over the year. But yesterday it came back again. Yeah. He was running hard, man. 20 carries, 105 yards. And he was like a man possessed. Yeah, I bet his over rushing yards at 45 and a half because I thought that that was low and I thought in the snow they would run him a little bit more. I mean, he hit it like... Second quarter. And doesn't that feel good? Oh, it's awesome. Oh, yes. God, it felt great to be right about <laughs> something no, for you once. You really have no skin in the game either. That's the thing. Right. right. So that's what Did I was you, looking for. Were you rooting for either team yesterday? Um, No, not really. How about in the NFC side? I was rooting for the uh, 49ers. You were? Yeah. Well, yeah. you were all over them early last weekend. Well, that's why. Yeah, I was like, to me, I was just... I was like, well, that spread to me was too low. And that was a closer game than I expected. And the Cowboys played a lot better than I expected. I thought that the 49ers were going to roll all over them. But I at least got, you know, covered the spread. But that was the one I was I was all over the 49ers yesterday. Uh, Mike in Clifton. What's going on, Mike? Hey, good morning, guys. Thank you for taking my call. Yes, sir. What's up? This is only the second time I've ever called the show. Longtime listener. But I've got to get something off my chest with respect to Tony Romo. Uh and full disclosure, I'm a Bengals fan. But what are some of these things coming out of his mouth? He must have said five times yesterday that Lou Anarumo, who was a great defensive coach, don't get me wrong, and Leslie Frazier, who was a great defensive coach, if they're not head coaches next year, there are NFL owners making a mistake. Well, Leslie Frazier, if I'm not mistaken, has already been a head coach. Yeah, it was my, my team. Yeah, yeah, not good. And, and there's something to be said. Just pay your defensive coaches the money they deserve. Let them be defensive coaches. Todd Bowles, great defensive coach. Had that work out as the head coach. Terrible. So that, and, and then he turns around and he says, now, 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 Boomer, the Bengals scored touchdowns on their fir- first two drives. The Bills, they went three and out on their first two drives. Well, you know, it, it, it's slippery, and the defensive players don't know where the offensive players are going. Well, well, then why did the Bengals score twice on their first two, two uh, possessions, and why did the Bills go three and out twice? Just ridiculous drivel. Seven minutes left in the game, Bills down by 17. They get a first down in, in Cincinnati territory. Oh, the Bills have a chance to win the game now. Like, what? What is this ridiculousness coming out of this man's mouth? And and I'll just close with: I wish Greg Olson could call every game that I listen to. He is amazing. Yeah. Uh, thanks, Mike, for the call. Hey, Stephen Waldron from CBS Sports. Are you there? Hey, good morning, guys. Hey, what'd you hey, think Steve, about what's happening? What'd you think about what Mike and Clifton said? He seems pretty pissed off. Yeah. Well, we honest. I, I mean. I, I was listening as an unbiased fan. He's a Bengals fan, as he said, so I didn't mind. I didn't mind Tony's commentary. You didn't mind it? 
No. I mean, did you I like? Still, I was still upset about the Giants' loss. I mean, did you like it? Did you think it was good, or you didn't mind it? I didn't mind it. Okay. All right. Thanks, Steven. Sorry for your Giants' loss. I mean, that must have been tough. Yeah, it was a rough one. Did you go to bed before the game ended? No. You probably should have. <clears throat> yeah, I watched the whole thing. <laughs> well, you got to stick with your team, Steven. I, I appreciate that. Yeah, we scored to make it 28-7. I think hey, get a few stops, we have a chance, but that never happened. Yeah. yeah. Get a few stops. <laughs> well, you, you always think. You never know. This is the yeah. year of the comeback, by the way, in the NFL. I, I will say that there's been more Tony Romo criticism of late than there ever has been. I mean, when he burst on the scene, everybody was all over him. And I think as the years have gone on, there's been less and less Romo fans for whatever reason. I just think that the deeper you go into the playoffs, the more people are paying attention. And if you say something that upsets that fan base, then like the previous caller, they're going to let you know about it. Oh, come on, Romo, you suck! I mean... You know, it's just it's it's not for everybody. But then again, that's that's why they pay them the big bucks because you know they got to deal with the slings and arrows. Every single group does. Yeah. Like that guy loves Greg Olson. Yeah, absolutely. Where I I do not. Right. Exactly. I think he's so he's pedestrian. But I don't know. There's certain guys like I I I happen to like Chris Collinsworth. A lot of people don't like Chris Collinsworth. I I do like Troy Aikman. A lot of people don't like tacos, amigos. Yeah, I mean people hate Joe Buck for whatever reason, and I think he's the best TV play-by-play man that we have, and and I think he does a tremendous job. Again, it goes all back to the personal preference that each of you have. Yeah, absolutely. I mean, some guys are just flat out horrendous, like Jason Witten and Booger McFarland. Well, those guys just... they, they knew it. We knew it. Everybody knew it. And they gave him a chance. And unfortunately, it didn't work out. <laughs> it didn't work out as putting it kind of. Yeah, but Booger now has found his, found his home. He found where he could be effective and be good at what he does. Absolutely. Well, Jason Witten is, is nowhere near any broadcasting at this point. I mean, I think he sort of knew what the deal was. That it's not as easy as you think it is. You know, and, and by the way, you know, having Matt Ryan in yesterday was great. And he brings a unique perspective and, you know, talking him off there because we don't have a lot of time to go into a lot of different things. Yeah. You know, I think he was probably a little bit shocked. Like, oh, wait a minute, I got 20 seconds to say something. I'm like, yeah, pretty much that's the way it goes every week. Right. And you'd like to say something that's going to make some sort of sense or at least resonate with somebody. But, uh, you know, it's, it's hard to do that. But, you know, you can see that, you know, he knows the game. He knows what's going on. And he's able to articulate that in a relatively quick manner and, and, and be effective. Now, you added one guy this past week. You added one guy last week. So it does make the panel a little bit bigger. But some of these things, like I still think you have the smallest group of people that's up there on TV, considering all these other pregame shows, whether it be NFL Network or Fox. Fox has, I mean, it looks like a family reunion. <laughs> they have, they added Gronk and Sean Payton to the 50 guys that they already have. Yeah. And then they sit there and they just stand around and they sway back and forth and then, like, <laughs> I don't understand. What is that? I mean, they've been doing this for like, it's the same goddamn thing. They just sit there and like, you know what I'm talking about? The standing and the swaying. They're like, yeah, you know, we're going to see what happens. You know, yeah. just move back and forth. Oh, there, Terry. Oh, okay. All right. Uh, I've been watching these guys loiter for like 30 years. Yep. Yep. That's pretty much what I we mean, do. I mean, Jimmy, Jimmy Johnson and Terry Bradshaw, I have seen stand up. More than any two men in the world standing up, hands in the pockets, a little bit of this, a little bit, hey, pretend to throw the football at Kurt Menefee. So, what would you do? Would you cut it in half? What, the amount of people? Yes. I mean, I, would, I don't want to say that. I mean, like Gronk and Sean Payton, I mean, these guys have made a lot of money. So 
it's not like I'm saying fire people, but at least do yeah. something in a way where you're like, fire people. I'm not saying that, but at least do it in a way where, like, send it over to them on another, like, hey, let's send it to Gronk it's and It's kind of like Payton. what NBC does. Yeah, I mean, it's NBC just... sends it to Jack Collinsworth and um, and uh, the safety, Roddy Harrison. Yep. And then they have uh, Coach uh, Dungey and Coach Garrett. Right. With uh, Melanie Taylor, right? Uh, Maria Taylor. Maria Taylor, I'm yeah. sorry. And then they go to, you know, whoever's in the booth. I like that a little bit. But yeah, I don't they, like... they move it around. Yeah, I mean, I, I don't love their... We try to move it around. We had Melanie Collins involved yesterday. Yeah. Tracy uh, Wolfson after the game and, you know, getting all the interviews. We try to move it around as best we can. I mean, if you had like a, a, a VHS from like 1995 and you popped it into that Fox pregame show, it's yes. almost the same exact thing. Yeah, well, that means... Howie that Long they're... looks exactly the same. Terry Bradshaw's mumbling, bumbling. They're just standing around. Well, just means that they're successful and people like them. Oh, I know. I'm just like, God. Just like you people. We sit here mumbling and stumbling and, you know, milling around. Yeah, but and again, been, you, you make a lot again, of errors, man. Mean, right. And every now and again, you stand up and you shake your belly. Yeah, occasionally. Right, but exactly. I, I feel like like every day you don't know exactly what you're going to get. I know exactly what I'm going to get for that thing for every single time. Well, hopefully you know what you're going to get from us. Real quick, Mark in Florida. Mark, what's happening? Hey, boo. How you doing? Hey, Boom, I saw you on the movie called The Game of Rock. Ah, uh, the Rainbow game plan. The giant game. And I was wondering, why did you not pursue acting? You were great in that movie. You were fantastic. I appreciate that. And uh, you know, I've and often told my friend Mark Charty. Like, you know, I've I never seen you do anything outside of little clips here and there uh, <clears> on uh, like commercials. But you were fantastic in that movie. I know it was a long time ago, but man... I'm saying, boom, man, you were good looking. And whoever says your head is too big for your body, they're out of their mind. <laughs> you hear a lot of that, Mark? I said, whoever says. No, I know. I heard you. I said, do you, do you hear a lot of that as well? well? I, I, I like the compliment. It's good. Yeah. I mean, is it acting if you're playing yourself? Well, really I told my buddy Mark Charty that I made him you know, $300 million in that movie. Oh, clearly. Oh, yeah. That movie was off the chain. Remember that, Al? Oh, yeah. Definitely off yeah. the chain. Off the performance. chain. Performance. Yeah. Got to get another one now. I mean, you got this is too nah. long ago now. Got to get in something else, something fresh. Nah, I'm good. Something fresh. I'm good. Got to get in the Damar Hamlin story on Netflix. Charlie's got to be all over that, right? You would think he'd be all over that. Well, now the story's not as good because they got killed by the Bengals. Uh, Frankie in New Jersey. What's going on, Frankie? Yeah, I just want to say Allen is nothing but a choke. He's over friggin' rated. He'll never win the Super Bowl for the Buffalo Bills. I repeat again, never, never, never. He's nothing but a choke. Goodbye. <laughs> Do you think Frankie's a Bills fan or someone who lost a bet? I think the, sec the second part. Yeah, I think he's a guy who lost a bet for sure. Yeah. You know, because a Bills fan would be still like Josh Allen, be very disappointed. This guy just hates him because he lost the bet. And if he didn't hang up right away, I would have asked him. But yeah, yeah. I don't. I, why, why so much vitriol for Josh Allen when he does so much for that team? Well, because he gambled on him. This guy was screaming, and I go, "Where are you calling from?" He goes, "Mobile." I go, "Mobile, Alabama." He goes, "No, my mobile phone." <laughs> <laughs> you idiot! You idiot! <laughs> Mobile. What is going on? Oh, uh, man. <laughs> mobile Alabama. Isn't it Mobile Alabama? Okay, picture this. It's Friday afternoon when a thought hits you. I can spend another weekend doing the same old whatever, or I can hop into my all-new Hyundai Santa Fe and hit the road. 
With available H-Track all-wheel drive and three-row seating, my whole family can head deep into the wild. Conquer the weekend in the all-new Hyundai Santa Fe. Visit HyundaiUSA.com or call 562-314-4603 for more details. Hyundai, there's joy in every journey. This episode is brought to you by Progressive Insurance. Whether you love true crime or comedy, celebrity interviews or news, you call the shots on what's in your podcast queue. And guess what? Now you can call them on your auto insurance too with the Name Your Price tool from Progressive. It works just the way it sounds. You tell Progressive how much you want to pay for car insurance and they'll show you coverage options that fit your budget. Get your quote today at Progressive.com to join the over 28 million drivers who trust Progressive. Progressive Casualty Insurance Company and Affiliates. Price and coverage match limited by state law. We really need new phones. T-Mobile will cover the cost of four amazing new iPhone 15s and each line is only $25 a month. New iPhone 15s? It's better over here. Only at T-Mobile get four iPhone 15s on us and four lines for $25 per line per month with eligible trade-in when you switch. Minimum of four lines for $25 per line per month with auto pay discount using debit or bank account. $5 more per line without auto pay, plus taxes and fees. Phone fee 24 monthly bill credits for all well qualified customers. Contact us before canceling account to continue bill credits or credit stop and balance on required finance agreement due. $35 per line connection charge applies. See t-mobile.com. 